We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. I hate to do this to Harry and one of my other guys behind the scenes with Charmaine Nameless Cam. But raise your hand if your NFL team won this weekend. That's right, Christine Lisi. I see you. Devin Kane and Shannon Finn, I see you. I got both my hands up because both of my teams, the regular and the non-regular one, but poor Harry my Douglas. Mine did too. My, yeah, exactly, but poor Harry Douglas. You know, we, we feel bad for you. We really no, y'all do. did. Not even close. We don't feel bad for you at all. Oh, no, y'all did. No, y'all didn't. Playing with God's child like that. Oh, he going to get every last one of you. Yes, he is. Playing with his child like that. I got a feeling Harry's team didn't win this Sunday. Oh, 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 I got a feeling the Falcons didn't win this Sunday. I got a feeling that the Falcons didn't win this Sunday. Didn't win this Sunday. Didn't win this Sunday. Didn't win this Sunday. Everybody sing with me. Get a little slide in there. Now the Holy Ghost done told me <laughs> that the Cowboys beat the Eagles. Sing it. The Holy Ghost whisper done told me the Cowboys beat the Eagles. The Holy Ghost done told me the Cowboys beat the Eagles. I cannot believe Eagles, y'all. I'll beat the Eagles. I'll beat the Eagles. All right. Hallelujah. I cannot believe y'all. Ooh. Boy, about the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Yes, he does. I'm going to live to regret that because you know when the Cowboys fall in the playoffs, I know that song's going to be coming from you. <laughs> but, Freddie, honestly, though, I, uh-huh. listen, I dish so much out, bro. Oh, I you gotta can take be, it. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. I gotta be. I, I mean, I can receive the mm. things that y'all are, are bringing to me right now. Mm-hmm. Pause, my brother. <laughs> I was wondering how long ta- that ta- was ta- going to take. I, I tried to word it in a you different really way. Did. You really did, and you really didn't at the same time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> See, y'all, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm about to mess around and have a safe space, and we just started the doggone show today. I know. This is why I need y'all, Falcons, <laughs> so I don't have to deal with this. <laughs> You see what I got to deal with? We starting the show on a Tuesday, and I got to deal with my co-hosts and, and my producers. <laughs> we were sitting right there. Right there. Oh, my goodness. Oh. It's going to be okay. I still think your team's going to win the division. I'm not saying that just to make you feel better. I just don't trust the Buccaneers. And Lord knows I don't trust the Saints. I don't know if I should really trust the Falcons, to be honest with you. That may be the winner by default in the NFC South when it's all said and done. I will say this, though, man. All mm. all of y'all teams really showed up and showed out. They did, they man. Did. I, yeah. I got to get credit where credit is due. Yeah. Zach Wilson, Zip Wilson for the Jets, he did his thing. How about thing. that? Yeah. You know, Dak Prescott and that Cowboys defense. And then mm-hmm. Tommy DeVito. Ha-ha! Yeah, Tommy, Tommy DeVito. Tommy Cutlets. Showed up and showed out last night, man, on Monday Night Football. Yeah. 
Oh, God. That's what we're doing. <laughs> That's Tommy Cutlets to you. Exactly. In 25 minutes, we'll talk about what kind of interesting offseason could be for the New York Giants if this keeps up in New Jersey with the Giants and Tommy Cutlets, a.k.a. Tommy DeVito, now 3-1 and one as a starting quarterback. We'll do that in 25 minutes. You can be a part of Franny Harry Nation because I – Got a feeling the Dr. Pepper calling lines for you at Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Freddie and Harry presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper or us being so cold to Harry Douglas. It is the one fans deserve. So we got that thing out the way. Let's get to the real thing. The main thing, the main 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 thing. The main thing with Freddie and Harry. We can say it out loud. The NFL did not think in a million years having two games like that wind up like that on Monday Night Football when it came to the Giants, the way they beat the Packers. And I don't know, Harry, what happened to the Miami Dolphins of 27 to 13, less than four minutes to play, and you don't win that game at home, and you're trying to get that number one seed in the AFC over Baltimore and Jacksonville and Kansas City, and you have a performance like that in the final four minutes, losing that game on your home field? I'll tell you, Freddie, it's inexcusable. Mm-hmm. And we talk yep. about the Miami Dolphins, and we do our, we're going to do our committee rankings today, and I remember a lot of callers calling in about the Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. last week. Absolutely. I hope those same callers make sure they call in today. Because I was not expecting what I experienced last night watching Monday Night Football. I thought the Dolphins, and I'm calling this weekend the Jets and and Dolphins game down in Miami with Steve Levy. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, going into this game next week, the Dolphins are going to be 10-3. and Absolutely. Uh, We we got a lot of things to talk about. But now we have even more to talk about because of that loss last night. And it knocked them out of uh, being tied for first place with the Baltimore Ravens. And now they own that portion of the AFC conference as a whole. But, man, it's just a lot of inexcusable things last night mm-hmm. that, that occurred during that game. You're going to run out of – you're really going to run out of space in your head, all the inexcusable things that happened with the Miami Dolphins, especially when it comes to they let a rookie quarterback in Will Levis mm-hmm. go 9 for 11, 132 yards, and one touchdown in the final 434 of the game. Yep. They had a greater than 99% chance to win the game when they led with 359 to play in the fourth quarter and still – had a 66% chance of winning said game when they took the field trailing by a point with 149 on the clock. The Titans became the first NFL team ever to be down by 14 with less than three minutes in the game and win without overtime. You mentioned the word inexcusable. Any bad adjective you want to use, you can attach that. And if they don't get a number one seed, they'll have nobody to blame it themselves. But it also underscores this. That brother, Tyreek Hill, mm. when he ain't there, they're not the same. I'm not just talking about the quarterback to it, talking about law. I'm talking about the defense. And you can even hear it in his voice how, man, if I was healthy. It was a lot of pain, man. It was, it sucked. Like when it, when it actually happened, you know, um, I, I obviously been dealing with some ankle injuries this whole season. And, you know, when it happened, like my, my first reaction was like, man, my, my ankle broke. Then my, my adrenaline kicked in. I ran off the field. And then I sat for a while and got stiff. I was going through a lot of pain. So then I just made up in my mind. I came in at halftime. I texted my wife. I was like, bro, like, it hurt. Like, get an ankle massage tonight. She was like, you better get your ass back in that game, dog. And I was like, all right. So I just made up my mind that it's going to hurt. It's going to suck. Tomorrow morning, t- tonight and tomorrow morning, 
you know, and I just went back in the game on my own. Without anybody saying, Reek, go. Like, nah, it was like, this. I gotta, gotta get out there, you know, and bring some energy and be that spark. He is the ultimate when it comes to modern football. Most people go in the locker room at halftime and they get treatment from a physician or a doctor or a team doctor. <laughs> not Tyreek Hill, not the cheetah. He called Mrs. Cheetah because he was in his feelings to say, honey, I'm hurt. It was like the old Bruce Springsteen song from one of my favorite Spirit of the Night. Honey, I'm hurt. She said, come on here, let me make you feel better. <laughs> Call me and, make me and I'll be to make you feel better. Make me feel good. That's modern football right there because him being out, not only did he go call his wife, but Tua Tungvaluwa needs to call his mother because that offense was not the same the minute that injury happened and compromised his ankle, his knee, and that offense of the Miami Dolphins. Freddie, I said to myself last night, and I actually tweet, tweeted something about this as well, Tyreek Hill, in my opinion, mm-hmm. he's number two right now in the MVP voting, but this is another reason why we got to just stop, you know, per, uh, predetermining that it's going to be a quarterback's award. Amen. Because when we talk about an MVP, the most valuable player, Tyreek Hill is the most valuable player on this football team, the Miami Dolphins. Mm -hmm. And I I have no problem saying that because it did not look right when he was out of the game. And then when he came back in, he had those two big catches and tried to give him a little spark to go down and and, and do whatever they wanted to do offensively. But we've seen things be off cue. His motions and the speed that he plays with, it opens up things for everyone else on that offense. So when he's not out there, when he's absent, it it, it shows you the the deficiencies Mm -hmm. in the Miami Dolphins as an offense. But also I would say this too. We got to look at how Tua got pressured last night. Tua got sacked five times, and he got pressured 18 times, which is seven more than any other game this season. Right. So that showed up. That played a part in it as well. And we we talk about their Tennessee Titans, even though they haven't been good this year as a team, but you talk about their defensive line, and Jeffrey Simmons didn't even play. Yeah, he was out. So you, so yeah. you thought that was going to be an advantage for the Miami Dolphins with him not being out there, but Harold Landry III, a guy who suffered an injury last season and didn't play, had three sacks in that ball game. He showed up and showed out. So that defensive line of the Tennessee Titans got the best of the offensive line. And Connor Williams going out. Mm-hmm. And Eichenberg have, having to move, move to center. Teron Armstead banged up. You know, Robert Hunt as well banged up. And then you got Tyreek Hill not being out there mm-hmm. for most of the first half. All those things collectively um, didn't allow the Miami Dolphins. They were 4 for 13 on third downs. They were terrible in the red zone. Tua Tungvaluwa on the first drive. You got the ball at the two-yard line I agree. of yeah. the Titans, and you fumbled the football. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, That's not a place to be fumbling the football because you're taking away uh, – you're banking on getting seven points, but at the worst, you're going to get three points. So across the board, just a lot of mishaps from the Miami Dolphins in their offense last night. Great stuff by Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Is Tyreek Hill the most essential player to any contender in the NFL? And you saw what happened when he was not there for the Miami Dolphins. Let us know the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. Is Tyreek Hill the most essential player that does not play quarterback in the National Football League as a Dolphins wide receiver? 888-729-3776. And, Freddie, I'll also say there was a play last night by a veteran player, right, Bradley Chubb, and I love his game and love what he brings to the defensive side of the ball. But they force the Tennessee Titans and a young quarterback, Will Levis, to a third and ten situation. They were able to stop them on a five-yard run that uh, Levis had. And Bradley Chubb yeah. 
you know, out of let his emotions get the best of him. Slammed his helmet down, got a personal foul, mm-hmm. and then the Tennessee Titans went on to score a touchdown on that drive. These are the type of things that you can't have happen right. against an inferior Tennessee Titans team that's coming to your home and you're playing. So now you, 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 you're giving them CPR. You're giving them life. Right. No doubt about that. And you, they took the life out of Tua Tungabailoa because when Tyreek Hill was not there, he looked like it was the first time he was running this offense all year. And I understand it because that is a timing-based offense in Miami. Everything is predicated. You get to a certain spot, the ball's going to be there. You get on your back, that ball's going to be out of your hands. Even the running game is a timing-based offense, a timing-based effectiveness of that running game when it comes to the offense of Miami Dolphins. But man, oh man, you can't have your quarterback look like that because he looked lost without Tyreek Hill. And I know you take any superstar away from somebody, but if you're going to be a really good or great quarterback in the NFL – you find a way to make adjustments. Or if you're going to be that kind of play caller in the National Football League, you find a way to make adjustments. I'm really surprised they didn't go more to the running game when Tyreek Hill was not there because that's what I would have done. If I got Raheem Mostert and those guys back there, I'm thinking, okay, we don't have Tyreek Hill. How can we generate offense to make things easy in our quarterback? You got one of the top running games in the National Football League. These are a couple of things why I don't want to trust Miami because I wonder, can they make those adjustments when things go off schedule? when the timing is thrown off. And can they be able to do that? Because you're not going to run into a Tennessee team. You're going to be facing a lot better teams when you get to the playoffs with the Miami Dolphins. Everybody AFC has something you can point and say, if you circle that weakness, that can keep that team from the playoffs. Miami is potentially two. Number one, can't play well in big games. And number two, can't make adjustments when they have to to make sure a game does not get away from them like we saw in the final four minutes of that fourth quarter versus Tennessee. So I think now for head coach Mike McDaniel, who's also the play caller, right, you have to say to yourself, you have to go in that coaching's meeting and you have to say, hey, guys, we got to start diversifying this football around a little bit more. Or we have to start planning better – for situations like this, if they come up again, because sure. they're so dependent on Tyreek Hill, you got to make sure Jalen Waddle understands that, hey, before Tyreek Hill came to the Miami Dolphins, you were a guy that was the number one. That's a good point. Okay, so if, if Tyreek Hill is out with an injury, we need you to step up more and become that number one. You've already been in that role, so you should understand what it takes to be that guy. And also, like you mentioned, Freddie, they should have re- resulted to the run game a lot more. But also, I will say this too, it's kind of hard when you're dealing with your center being gone, you're dealing with other offensive linemen being gone. Yeah, but but I just think for Mike McDaniels. Yeah, but the best thing for your offensive line, make things simple by running the football, no matter who's out there. But more of my story is that Mike McDaniel, he has to understand, you got to make the proper adjustments. Right, because Tyreek Hill isn't out there, so and I know you're so reliant on it. So if he's not out there, you got to have plans in place. If these things occur again in another football game, because what if you get to the playoffs and this happens? What are you going to do? You're just going to go to poops? You got to have backup plans. <laughs> you got to have things that you've worked on and practice just in case these things go down. But we want to make sure we don't go to poop on this show. On Freddie Harry, ESPN <laughs> Radio, he's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Who is the most essential non quarterback in the NFL? Is it Tyreek Hill or is it somebody else? Let us know right now. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Dean in Iowa, who is the most essential non-quarterback in the NFL and why? Oh, he just dropped. Uh, we love Iowa. Come on now, people in Iowa. We don't like your offensive football team when it comes to football, but we love Iowa when it comes to that. John in Florida, is Tyreek Hill the most non-essential non-quarterback in the NFL? If it's not him, then who is it? 
Oh, hey, Freddie, Harry, man, love your show. Listen you, to bro. you guys on my lunch break every single day. So you, uh, first off, shout out to you guys. You're awesome. Um, I'm licking my wounds as a Dolphin fan last night. Um, Tyreek Hill, I believe, proved to the entire NFL and uh, the football world that he is no doubt the most valuable and most important piece of any team. The Not just the running routes and catching footballs, but even just when they put him in motion and make linebackers have to communicate more and just the, the, the decoy that he could be as well without him out there, it is a stalled mess. And um, I think the MVP, rightfully so, should go to um, Tyreek Hill based on that performance last night by the Dolphins. I'm going to tell all our listeners something that, the, that happened in that game last night that was funny to me. So remember how we were talking about Kadarius Tony, how he was lined up all sides? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, J- so Jalen Waddle had a play like that last night. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you why the ref probably didn't call it. Boy. When you got Tyreek Hill coming in motion to the same right outside of a Jalen Waddle and things are moving fast mm-hmm. as hell, mm-hmm. your, 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 your mind is probably racing as an official. So you're probably saying to yourself, oh, man, here come Tyreek in motion. Let, let, like right. you're surprised. It's like the defense is surprised. Mm-hmm. So that's a like the caller mentioning that motioning of Tyreek Hill. Yeah. That matters. And that's something that the defense has to deal with. So when you don't have that out there at the speed, uh-huh. and, man, they show him running a route, a deep out route, and oh, yeah. I'm just looking at the speed of it. And that was him on a hurt ankle now. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, my God. What did I text in the group chat, uh, yeah. Freddie? <laughs> I said, it's impossible to guard. You can't. You got to bracket him. You got to surround with three guys and dare the other guys to step up and pray that their quarterback does not figure that out when yep. it comes to two or by low. You know, one thing I also noticed last night both of the games, Anytime wide receiver came into the line of scrimmage and he knew he's on, he looked at the ref. Am I good? And, and, and ref, yes, you are. And if you want, he can move you back and move you up. Everybody said, I do not want to be the Kadarius Tony on Monday Night Football. Mm-mm. What happened to the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday? Andre in New York. Who is the most essential non-quarterback in the NFL? We both believe it's Tyreek Hill, the Miami Dolphins. Who's yours, Andre, and why? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How we doing? I'm good, man. How are um, you? Good, good. I'm going to actually say it's Debo. And here's the reason why. So with every team, even with the Dolphins, you kind of look at him, you're like, all right, well, maybe you could be a Super Bowl contender. They haven't really proved themselves or whatever. They're across the board. Everybody basically says that San Francisco is the best team in the league. However, when Debo's gone, it changes the whole narrative of everything with them. And they go from being the favorite to kind of like, eh, all right, well, maybe it could be the Cowboys, could be the Eagles, it could be whoever. So I think Debo and the way that they run that offense, I think he's invaluable to that team. Now you made a great point, and I did. and I do believe Debo is so valuable to the to the San Francisco Forty Nineers and everything they want to do. But it also is a luxury when you still can have Trent Williams, mm-hmm. Kyle Juchek, mm-hmm. George Kittle. Mm-hmm. Brandon Ayuk mm-hmm. and Kristen McCaffrey. <laughs> the Miami Dolphins don't have that luxury, boss. Yeah, but the one thing I will say that Debo definitely gives them that Tyreek Hill does in a different way. He gives them an attitude in San Francisco. Physicality. Yeah, well, physic- just even mentality. I go back to that game against Philadelphia. He dressed up like he's about to rob a bank. Had the mm-hmm. ski mask on, had the all black. They came with the boom box down the bowels, out of the bowels of the stadium, onto the football field. He was like, we here. We ready to play. It wasn't McCaffrey. It wasn't anybody else. It was, they followed the lead of Debo Samuel. You don't say that about too many wide receivers, probably ever, where yeah. that guy gives that team an attitude. And Debo Samuel, to his point, I'm with you about Tyreek Hill, but he makes a fair point that when Debo's not there, not so much production, but attitude, confidence, all those things in space that when he was out, 
they didn't have when he's there. They feel like they can beat anybody and take on the world when it comes to the San Francisco 49 Because he's snatching chains. My grandma gave me that chain. <laughs> hey, y'all, tuck your chain. Debo coming. Who? Debo. If anything, he was more like Omar. He started whistling. Like from the like from the TV series when it comes to the wire, anytime Debo's in, you start hearing that whistle. It's time to get it on when it comes to Debo Samuel <laughs> and the San Francisco 49ers. Keep weighing in. We want to know here on Freddie and Harry, Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio, who is the most essential non-quarterback in the National Football League and why? We both believe it's Tyreek Hill, the wide receiver of the Miami Dolphins. But what about you? Join the conversation. The Dr. Pepper calling line. Who is the most essential non-quarterback in the NFL at 888-729-3776? And thanks to the Giants' upset win over the Green Bay Packers, we all had a chance to remember this movie. Sir, I was wondering, did you happen to catch the professional football contest on television last night? We will live that most gripping victory next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Always appreciate you joining us on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80, and always tell you smart speaker to play ESPN radio. We're going to get to your calls in about 10 minutes. Give or take a lie or two. Who is the most essential non-quarterback in the NFL? Harry and Freddie believe that is Tyreek Hill, the wide receiver of the Miami Dolphins. What about you? We'll take your calls in 10 minutes at 888-729-3776 on the Dr. Pepper calling line. That's 888-SAY-ESPN. And thanks to the Giants and Packers playing yesterday, last night, Monday Night Football, and the Giants won, and Tommy Cutlass, Tommy DeVito taking over the entire tri-state area of New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut by being 3-1 and one as a starting quarterback. We were allowed to have a little history from a movie perspective thanks to last night's game. Sir, I was wondering, did you happen to catch the professional football contest on television last night? No, I didn't. Oh, it was most exhilarating. The Giants of New York took on the Packers of Green Bay. And in the end, the Giants triumphed by kicking an oblong ball made of pigskin to a big H. It was a most ripping victory. 
35 years later, that's exactly what we got by the Giants winning that game like that over the Green Bay Packers. We talk about the Dolphins lost being awful. That was on the same shade when it comes to Green Bay against a guy with Tommy DeVito, undrafted free agent Harry, who in the second half was a 10 of 11 for 110 yards and one touchdown and looked like, I'm going to say this out loud, the best player in the field is undrafted free agent quarterback on that field in the second half, not just for the Giants, but for the entire football game. It was all about Tony, excuse me, Tommy Cutlets. It was all about Tommy, baby. Tommy went out there and did his thing. Tommy said, I don't care nothing about Daniel Jones. I don't care nothing about the Green Bay Packers. Just give me an opportunity, and I'm going to do my thing, eh? And that's what he did. <laughs> but, Freddie, it, I, I, the way it's been looking the last three games, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's looking like a perfect fit. Oh, yeah. For, for, you know, Tommy DeVito and the way he's playing the game. And it's not just his arm. It's being able to be elusive enough to get away from pressure and rush the football. He had 10 carries for 71 yards last night. As a team, the New York Giants rushed for 209 yards and two touchdowns. So they basically gave the Packers everything that they could handle. Mm-hmm. But here's the most important thing when it, when it, when it came to Tommy uh, DeVito. What's that? Taking care of the football. That's the most important thing at the quarterback position. Valuing the football. Not turning it over. And also the precision. 17 to 21. Mm-hmm. 17 to 21 in a football mm-hmm. game. Even though it was only 158 yards, Still effective. It, it was a, an effective 158 yards. But the last drive of the game, when you need to go down and, and put your team in field goal range, mm-hmm. he goes four for four. And Wandell Robertson did a great job route running another young player for them, getting open, caught the ball on the sidelines, ran down, and put this team in position to get this victory. And I also got to point out on the defensive side of the ball. How about Kayvon Deont- Thibodeau, by the way? Kayvon Thibodeau and also Deontay Banks. Banks is playing right? really, really Deontay well. Deontay Banks, good, man, good play, call. playing his tail off right now. Good call on that one. By the way, but it's all about Tommy DeVito now. Oh, it's yeah. all about Tommy. <laughs> if it ain't about Tommy, I don't want to hear it, Freddie. I'll say this. They seem to want to play for that guy as much, if not more, than they wanted to play for Daniel Jones. And I get it. Devin King, one of our producers, pointed out there and said, well, Tommy DeVito, he's had a better offensive line that's been more intact in terms of injuries. That's not wrong, but I'm talking about everybody. It seems like they want to play a little bit low, a little bit more for a guy like that. And believe me, he's a priest of anything that has happened to the Giants and not just him. I think in every game we've played this year that we showed that we never gave up on any snap, no matter what the score was, never looked up at the scoreboard, just kept on fighting each and every play, each and every game. And, you know, it's starting to come to fruition with some of these games in the past now. And uh, I'm just going to keep trying to go 1-0 each week. He's making everybody star. Mom and dad, because he still lives at home. And his agent, Stan Stilato, Sean Stilato, excuse me, he is trending big time on social media. He had the fedora. He had the chain. He had the goomba look about him when it comes to him as an agent. By the way, he's a Marist graduate. He actually played football at Marist College in Poughkeepsie, New York. And by the way, look him up. Sean Stilato was not a scrub at Marist College. He could play a little bit, but he is a super agent. He's, in, he's been inducted into the Chicago Sports Hall of Fame, his agent. Everybody is eating off the plate, known as Tommy DeVito, what's been going on him in the New York Giants the last four weeks. And I think it's a great story right now, right? You, you always want to root for the underdog, mm. and, and people love to root for the underdog. And right now what Tommy DeVito has been able to do, provide this team with three straight wins. Freddie, Freddie, it wasn't too yeah. long ago we were making fun of Devin Kane. We were making fun of, mm. of, of 
of everyone who's yeah. a Giants fan yeah. and yeah. Shannon Penn as well. Yeah. Like matter of fact, about, it was yesterday how, <laughs> about how terrible this football team has been yesterday, right? Literally. <laughs> but when you can have that instant spark, that person that gives you something else to believe in, and uh-huh. they're putting a the camera on his father and his agent, and they're giving each other a kiss uh-huh. on the cheek, right? Yep. And his pops is, has his arms in the air. Calm down. Uh-huh. Everybody calm down. Uh-huh. And they're doing their hand gestures because they know it's all about Tommy. <laughs> Cut this, baby. It's all about Tommy. <laughs> It almost like the worst <laughs> Sopranos episode ever until Tommy DeVito pulled that out for the New York Giants yep. winning that football game. You mentioned Brian Dable. Brian Dable has, has been very critical at times to Daniel Jones. I don't think I've ever heard him this effusive about Darren, Daniel Jones the way he was effusive about Tommy Cutlet. That's his job. Um, third game of over 100 quarterback rating. Made good decisions, took care of the ball, used him in a run game. Um, just keep developing him. He's, he's improving, still got stuff to work on, but... Like I said two, three times last week, I think he's a a young player that's doing the right things, um, making the most of his opportunity, earned the right to play today, and he earned the right to play um, the next week. You know, he's kid's done a good job. (laughs) So it's not like we haven't seen this story before. We've seen this story within the last year Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. Brock Purdy, right? Absolutely. And Brock Purdy had to wait his turn because Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance both were ahead of him. But when those guys got injured and he got his opportunity, he got into the game and showed that he can be counted on. Right now, when you look at Tommy DeVito, he's showing this football team, this coaching staff, and this front office that he could be counted on. Mm -hmm. And Daniel Jones right now has to be – I hope he's happy that the team is winning. But there's there's something inside of him that's saying, dang – I got hurt this time, and I hope it don't cost me. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very interesting if Tommy DeVito keeps this up. Right now, they're one game back at the Green Bay Packers with the final playoff spot in the NFC. What if he keeps this up? Mm. That could be a very interesting offseason. Not trying to push Daniel Jones out of a job, but that doesn't mean they won't be at least thinking about that. You're going to hear what somebody had to say about, hey, Tommy DeVito's present could be affecting Daniel Jones's future. We'll do that in a couple of seconds here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, but one of our favorites is Eric in New York. He's got something to say about the Giants' future at 888-729-3776. Easy E, what you got? How you doing, guys? Always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for all you do. I really appreciate you. Listen, as a longtime Giant fan, um, I'm loving this. I understand that the team has a ways to go because you got to expose that talent gap between yourself and the Eagles uh, and the Cowboys before you're able to compete in your division. But it's just nice to see as a fan that you see your team fighting, just fighting, competing. Because a few weeks ago, damn, man, what the hell? You know, the Cowboys was killing them, and Jack was just sitting back there in the pocket taking text messages and just chilling. And then all of a sudden, just, oh, let me just throw a pass, and they were killing them now. But now the team is competing. I love it, man. I really love it. And let me tell you what's important about that because when you're losing and you're losing at the rate that the Giants were Mm -hmm. before this three-game win streak, see, everything is evaluated, right? The way you walk into the building, the way you eat your damn breakfast, the way you practice, right? Because things aren't going right. And 
the front office executives, they want to see how people are doing things when it's not the glitz and glamour, okay. when things aren't going right on a football team that season. And I think I got to give a shout out to all those football players and also that coaching staff for, you know, tightening up and trying to turn this thing around. And now they're on a three game winning streak because you do have some players out there that would throw in the towel. But we can't say that about the New York Giants because if they would have thrown in a towel, we don't think they would have been on this three-game winning streak right now. No doubt about that. And when it comes to the present, maybe affecting the future, especially that position called quarterback, because Tommy DeVito, he's the prince of the city right now and the prince of New Jersey and the prince of Connecticut in the tri-state area. It's Tommy, baby, exactly. and Tommy DeVito at that. <laughs> well, what about DJ Daniel Jones, baby, and his future as a Giants Uh-oh. quarterback? RG3, Robert Griffin III, ESPN NFL analyst. When he's on Get Up, he says, Tommy DeVito doing this has been good for Daniel Jones? Tommy DeVito is the best thing that ever happened to Daniel Jones. Listen. <laughs> Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is benefiting from this. The Giants are no longer in position to get a, a high pick in the draft, you know, get a, like a Caleb Ooh. Williams or whatever it may be. And Danny DeVito. Oh, Danny DeVito. Tommy. Tommy. Tommy DeVito. Just talking about like the poise he showed on that last drive. You guys know this. When you, when you have a two-minute drive, the thing they always tell the quarterback is don't be afraid to take the check down. Yeah. He took the check down. He was four for four. And when he had to make the big play down, th- uh, big throw down the field to Wondell Robinson. He, he did it. that. That's right. Sacked 15 times going into this game. Didn't get sacked at all in this game. Had two straight games of 100 plus QB uh, quarterback rating going into this game. Did it again. So I, it sounds like a great story, but he's actually playing high level football. Only had four incompletions in the whole game yeah. and has more touchdown passes in fewer games than Daniel Jones did when he was playing. It can be very easy to be a slave to the moment. That is my warning to the New York Giants. As much as Tommy DeVito looks like this, if it continues, then maybe you can have that conversation. But be very careful trying to find a Brock Purdy East because that can only work for certain situations. Mm-hmm. Not trying to demean or belittle what Tommy DeVito has been able to do because it's been fantastic. An undrafted free agent, and that team, that offense looks a lot better with him than we've seen at any given time to Daniel Jones when it comes to 2023. But it can be very easy to be a prisoner of the moment, and all of a sudden that moment goes away and you don't have a backup plan or at least a plan A if you're the Giants at that position. So he, here's where I, I disagree with RG3 a little bit when it, when the, with the Daniel Jones comment. Okay, let's say the New York Giants win only one more game. Okay. Right? There's more than two quarterbacks in this draft. So if the New York Giants see a quarterback that of their liking when it's their turn to draft, they can still draft a quarterback to Absolutely. their liking. Absolutely. They don't have to do it in the first round. They can do it in no. the second round. They can do it in the third but, round. But even if they decide to do if they decide to do it in the first round, mm-hmm. there are valuable quarterbacks that are going to be on the board in the first round True. when they're pre- picking probably. Yeah, no doubt about that. You got to think about your future, whether it, it includes or does not include Daniel Jones, Tommy Cutlets, Sean Stilato, Dan, his agent when it comes to Tommy DeVito <laughs> or what. Either way, the Giants look a lot better four weeks later than they did four weeks ago. Let us know at Triple H say ESPN. 888-729-3776. And Dr. Pepper calling the line. Who's the most essential non-quarterback in the National Football League? Your thoughts in that Prince of the City now when it comes to Tommy DeVito being quarterback of the Giants. 888-729-3776. Your calls are next on Freddie and Harry. And this is ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. You know that is the theme song on Tuesday for fans of the Tennessee Titans and the New York Giants after what happened last night on Monday Night Football. You heard that call courtesy of 104.5 The Zone in Nashville. He is Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on Sirius XM Channel 80 and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We're going to get to your calls at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776 on the Giants and their comeuppance with Tommy DeVito and also who is the most essential now quarterback in the National Football League, but a little birdie named Shannon Penn, Harry Douglas, told me that Ted in Florida needs our assistance at 888-729-3776 because he is a Dolphins fan. Teddy Uh Boy, what can we do for you? This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Go ahead, Ted. Hello. Go ahead, brother. Hello. We can hear you, Ted. We got you, Ted. I can't hear y'all, but that's okay. It's Derek, if you can hear me. Uh, I'm a Dolphin season ticket holder. I was there last night, and all I can say, it was a Miami Monday nightmare. And I just don't know where we go from here. Mike McDaniel refuses to run the ball in obvious running situations, outthinking himself. And it was just crazy sitting there. 
we had first and goal from the six, and we never ran the ball on the one drive and settled for a field goal. I don't understand that thinking. You may be the smartest man in the room, but Mike Vrabel's on the other side, and he learned from one of the smartest. So just help me out, guys. <laughs> I think we could be in a tailspin and not even make the playoffs, as crazy as that sounds. So I'll hang up and listen, and please, please help me. <laughs> Derek in Florida, you are not wrong. I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs entirely. Even yeah, they go into kind of a tailspin, but sometimes, like he said, you can outsmart yourself and not just playing to your strength, but trying to be too cute at times for whatever reason that was. And Harry, you made the point. First and goal to two, you don't get a point on the board. Up yep. by fourteen or less than four minutes to play, you don't score another point and allow four and eighteen to beat you on your home field. I thought Mike McDaniel, to Derek's point, outsmarted himself and outsmarted himself, excuse me, outsmarted his team. And I think also the opposing teams are going to self-scout, right? Darren Olowski, I know he watches a ton of film. He basically said when Tyreek Hill has that condensed split in the tight red zone, they're going to throw a goal line fade. And the ball got snapped and it was a goal line fade. So if Dan knows that, the opposing team understands that. Mm -hmm. So you have to start switching things up and stop being so predictable. Why are you throwing a goal line fade to Tyreek Hill, who's 5'9", and, and that's one of your baseline things that you want to do. It's okay to run the football down there. Good things happen. Offensive linemen would rather run block than they would want to pass block. I know enough of them. They tell me it all the time. <laughs> so as a coach, you got to understand that and not do your offense and your team a disservice yeah. by just passing the football when you get down, especially in the tight red zone. Yeah, no doubt about that. Tony in South Carolina, who is the most essential non-quarterback in the NFL? We believe it's Tyree Kill of the Miami Dolphins. Tony, what say you and why? Um, well, um, I think Micah Parsons, and I am not a Cowboys fan. Okay. But you got a scheme for him. I think it changes a half your game. Wideouts, uh, you know, there's so many different things they can do. I, I don't – I like Tyreek, don't get me wrong, but Micah Parsons. Now, I would say this about Michael Parsons – there's only two players in the first three seasons that have 12 sacks, Michael Parsons and the late Reggie White. Mm-hmm. So he's in great company when it, when it comes to that, and you do have to massively game plan for Michael Parsons because even when he went against a guy in Lane Johnson who is a walking Hall of Famer, he got the best of them a few times the other night on Monday Night Football, excuse me, on Sunday Night Football. So th- that's a matchup nightmare, and then you don't know because of the versatility of Michael Parsons, where he's going to line up all the time. He could be standing up. He could be on the right side. He could be on the left side. He could be over the center. There's a a variety of different things that he's able to do because he's so versatile. And also, he works on his game, man. He's a straight dog. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned working on his game because at times, if you were able to block him early, he would disappear. Yep. Not this year. If you're getting the best him early, he's been able to self-scout and self-evaluate and make those kind of adjustments where it becomes a pain in the you-know-what as that game goes along. He's like the old adage that running back gets stronger as the game goes along. It seems that's the case of Micah Parsons as a defensive end slash outside linebacker, being able to make those plays no matter where Dan Quinn lines him up as defensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys. Right in Ohio, who's the most essential non-quarterback in the National Football League and why, my friend? Man, it's, you know, it's uh, Miles Garrett, bro. Without a doubt. Why without a doubt? Man, come on, like, you can see what is going on in Cleveland right now. We have Joe Flacco, who is by far the only quarterback older than me in the world. 
And, you know, we're still making it. <laughs> Look, Miles Garrett is, is, is definitely a good choice for this. Uh-huh. Uh, seventh in the National Football League right now with sacks with 13. He mm-hmm. is a game record. He can wreck your game. Uh, if you allow him to. Yeah, you can say the same thing about another guy in his division called T.J. Watt of the Pittsburgh mm. Steelers. We can Hello. say that about both of those guys. Keep weighing in who's the most non-essential, most essential non-quarterback in the NFL. Let us know at 888-729-377. Last week it was the 49ers, Ravens, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, and Dolphins on Freddie and Harry's NFL Selection Committee rankings. Who could be out of it this week? Keep it here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.